Wagwan, Wagwan, you psychos. What's up? Welcome to episode two of Emmy's Mini Pods. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, talk to myself in the universe, Idra. Fresh out of faith, had to restart. Life got dramatic, make a beast up. Had to reread Alchemist and Deepak. Russ has been going crazy, man. He's been going crazy with his, with his singles lately, my gosh. That's on the way. Oh my goodness, you guys just, just go check that out. Just go check that out. That was Russ on the way. As I said, welcome, welcome. Actually, guten tag. Guten tag and welcome to episode two of Emmy's Mini Pods. I am Imran Jomo and I'm here to disseminate some more useless information for you. So today's episode is on Hitler. <laughs> is on one of the most controversial, is controversial even the right word? No, he's not controversial. I think everyone is of the opinion that this was a very nasty, horrible, disgusting, racist human being. But today I'm not here to talk about the obvious. I'm here to talk about the things about Adolf Hitler that I personally find quite admirable. Yes, and I just use the word admirable to describe Adolf Hitler. Fucking sue me, dog. Sue me. <laughs> so, because I just look at things objectively. I just look at things objectively. And for you to become the supreme leader of a country, whether you are a nasty human being or not, there's definitely some admir- admirable qualities about you. So, let's get into it. Number one for me was his communication skills. This guy was incredible like like the way he got his message across was out of this world like he was such a charismatic and passionate speaker you could see it when uh, when he was when he was when he was talking to the public the way he was he was so animated his energy was infectious i want to play a clip and yeah it's going to be in german so none of us are going to understand what he's saying but just such Hitler's speech on YouTube, and it's like the first thing that will come. It's a 30-second clip, and this guy was so passionate about everything he was talking about. You could tell. Hey, talk your shit, my guy. Go off. Okay. <laughs> One day when we have visuals, you guys will be able to see the things that I'm seeing. But I'm looking at this video and he's so passionate, man. He's just here. He's freaking moving his hands everywhere. His hair is all over. Okay, his hair isn't all over the place. But he's really passionate and he's, he's, he's really getting his shit across. He's really getting, he's really going off in this clip, man. And that's how all his speeches were. He was really, really on his shit. When he when he got to talking his racist his racist propaganda, he really fully believed in everything that he was saying. And as someone who is a communication student, I have to admire the way he got his message across. It was quite brilliant. It was honestly quite brilliant. And uh, uh, attached to his charisma is his leadership skills. For you to inspire that amount of devotion from so many people there has to be something special about you and that's that that's just a fact he was a very good leader yes as we know his message was fucked up but he was an inspiring leader people really followed him he really inspired 
the public image that he cultivated within the German people was he was their messiah, kind of, because like they took they took a serious L <laughs> with World War One and and the Versailles Treaty. History students, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google the the the, the Treaty of Versailles. After World War One ended, Germany took a massive L, and that's also kind of what fueled um, Hitler, because he was like his mission was to bring Germany back back to the top, you know. And and he did okay. No, he didn't do that. He tried, and he he gave a good go at it. He gotta respect it. Okay, don't respect it because he really did terrible things. Before I incriminate myself here, let me move on to the next point. <laughs> His use of imagery, the swastika. Man, that symbol, I think we all know what I'm talking about. It's iconic. It's going to forever be related to Hitler and the Nazis. And that use of imagery is just is brilliant because it's a, as, as fucked up as the legacy is, it's a legacy that's going to last, that's lasted forever, and it's, it's never going to go away. Number two, and I don't know if this was intentional, but for the sake of my argument, I will say that it is. His mustache, bro. I don't know if that style of mustache was like a common thing with German men in the in the 1930s and 40s, but it's once again iconic. You can relate that kind of mustache, the little freaking, it's like a fuzz, just, just covering like the area of the nose and the top lip that mustache is just iconic if you see anyone with a swastika and a mustache like that just just run the other way just run the freaking the other freaking way number three was his the freaking the hitler salute i think we all know what i'm doing it right now thank god there's no one in this room with me <laughs> but yeah the hail hitler salute everyone know if you do that in today's age people will look at you like what the fuck is wrong with you like why are you doing the hail hitler thing and this homie wrote a book man and fun fact his book mein kampf which he wrote in jail first of all let me just address that jail sentence he was sentenced to five years in prison and he spent only nine months it wasn't even prison it was like some it was like a rich white people the white collar place and he spent his time there writing the first uh volume the first uh volume of his book mein kampf and funnily enough, that book was the second best bestseller in Germany at the time, right after the Bible. So you can just imagine, like the Germans are here, they're buying the Bible. And then right after that, the contradiction is brilliant. The irony is forever, is never lost on me. You're buying the Bible, number one. And number two, you're buying the memoir of one of the, <laughs> one of the uh, most racist uh, most disgusting dictators of all time. The Germans are just freaking... <laughs> That's just brilliant, man. You're buying the Bible and then you're buying Mein Kampf. Anyway, let's move on to... I honestly believe to the fact that this guy was really smart. He was a brilliant guy. And I, I just want to point out the, the moment he chose to strike and to, to seize power uh, of Germany as a country and make it a one-party state was the Reichstag fire. The Reichstag is the German parliament, yeah? And so there was a fire at the parliament building. And after the fire, he literally <laughs> rose from the ashes. He literally built his dynasty 
on the ashes of the former government because they were really they were of course there was discontent everywhere people were not happy with the government at the time and the Reichstag fire was like it's like symbolic first of all that fire no one knows who started it <coughs> Nazis <coughs> sorry pole pole something something hit my throat over there <laughs> but on a serious note, like it's never been confirmed who started it. But I think you can make a very educated guess that probably the Nazis started the fire. And after that, he somehow managed to convince the to convince the parliament to pass the enabling act. And he was chancellor at the time. So he somehow convinced the parliament after the fire to pass the enabling act, which basically allowed him to make laws without need for the Reichstag, the parliament. So they essentially passed the law that made him a dictator. And for me, if that's just brilliant, man. You, re- you really used the democracy that was there to really to, 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 to pass a law that makes you a dictator. That is some brilliant shit, Bana. That is just literally using the exact thing you hate and twisting it and manipulating it perfectly and using the right moment to get exactly what you want out of it. And honestly, I admire it. I admire the shit. There's just something about Hitler, man, that has always fascinated me. I've always loved history, especially in high school. And when we were learning about World War II and we were learning about this guy, I was always fascinated with him. And as I continued my research um, for today's episode, I just bumped into a bunch of random facts that I found hilarious. Because my brain does not work uh, like the normal person's brain, and actually, let me get to the reason I, I'm I'm calling my my followers. Actually, my followers, I'm not fucking Hitler, man. My audience, I'm calling you guys psychos. Because if you're listening to me, there must be also something wrong with you. There definitely must be something wrong with you. So let's move on to the random facts. But I love you guys. Let me also just say that I love everyone who's been supporting, everyone who shares. Uh, everyone who listens consistently, Asanteni Sana, Asanteni Sana. This is, it just makes me feel good. So let's move on to the random facts that I that I that I discovered. This homie, before he decided to become the world's worst dictator, he wanted to be an artist. How cute is that? How fucking adorable is that? That Hitler wanted to be an artist, man. And I saw a bunch of his paintings. I'll actually link them in the description of today's podcast so that you can see some of his paintings. This 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 poor guy wanted to be an artist and uh, after his mother died he went to Vienna and he was rejected from the Vienna School of Fine Arts because they said and I quote his work was unsatisfactory. And I have a theory. I have a little dumb theory here that if these people had just let this man into the school would have probably avoided all that bullshit because he would have gone on to be an artist and he would have lived his life happy being an artist and shit. Yeah, but this motherfucker told him, nah, nigga, you're trash. Get the fuck out of here. And he spent a bunch of time just wandering around. At some point, he was homeless, like he was living in a homeless shelter. And he had all this free time <laughs> to think about his his uh ideology his racist ideologies and propaganda yeah if they had just let him into that school things may have been so much more different but look where we ended up 
And another funny thing is now when he was um when he was now the Führer, which is supreme leader in German, um when he was now the supreme leader of Germany, he 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 went on an attack against the modern art and called it degenerate. I personally feel like that may have been <laughs> that may have been a bit of a personal attack on just art in general, because it's like my work is unsatisfactory. But now all these other fucking famous artists out here, that could have been me, man. That could have been me. But he's told his, his work was trash, and now he decided at the time that modern art was degenerate. And now, I'm going to need you guys to bear with me. Because um, if it's not obvious yet, I'm, I'm not okay in the head. I'm not very okay in the head. So <laughs> as I was doing my research, I was asking myself, so, did Hitler get bitches, man? Like, what was his sex life like? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's actually a problem. There's actually a very serious problem in my brain. You guys just, just pray for me. So I was really wondering, what was this guy's sex life like? Was he getting the bitches? And my analysis, my, my conclusion after reading everything is that um, the answer is no. At first of all, he had an affair with his niece. Like, aside from being a racist, bigot, fucking murderer, you're also into incest, bro. Like, what? Come, come on. First of all, it was his, uh, it was the daughter of his half sister. So not fully related, and I'm sure maybe he was like, okay, half sister, so I can half fuck her. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, this nigga was nasty, man. This nigga was nasty. And that niece of his, like, he was a clear, I think it's obvious to say that he was a very obsessive and nasty presence. So his niece ended up killing herself. And that is a trend with the women in his life. The one woman who he ended up marrying, Eva Braun attempted suicide twice, I think once in 1932 and once in 1935. And finally, when World War II uh, was over and clearly Germany were going to lose, Hitler and Eva committed suicide together. So it's clear, (laughs) I think it's a fair observation to say that Hitler did not get the bitches. And the bitches that he did get was, one was his niece and she ended up killing herself. The other was Eva Braun, who tried to kill herself twice, and then the third time was successful and killed herself with him. And Eva Braun is just another, like, what kind of woman must you be to be Hitler's shore? Like, <laughs> and the funny thing is they got married, to, they got married like a, uh, a day before they, they, they both killed it. They both killed themselves. So it was literally till death do us part and death turned out to be the next day. They were done apart the next day, but at least they were done apart together. And lastly, 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 oh my God, I really love doing Imi's mini pods, man. This this episode is going to be less than 20 minutes, but I've really just spewed all the nonsense that goes on in my brain. So let's go to the last part. And I'm sure this is, for me, it was the most interesting. This guy, yeah, uh, World War Two happens. He invades Poland, yeah, and um, through Poland, uh, not through Poland. Forget Poland. 
when now he, he wanted to start going to invade France, he goes to Belgium and he goes to the Netherlands. And he freaking, the, the German army went through Belgium and the, and the Netherlands like nothing. Like they went through them clean. And they go to Paris quite quickly, yeah. And here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I found out that the German soldiers were given meth, crystal. Okay, what is known today as crystal meth, but uh, back then it was in a pill form called per pervitin. I'm trying to read it here. Pervi, per. I excuse, excuse my pronunciation, but yeah, they were given crystal meth in pill form. In, uh, called pervitin yeah and i just <laughs> and basically this was meant to combat fatigue yeah it was meant to make them more alert and to make them tire less easily so before i get into that even i want you guys to just picture this just pause for a second and and picture this with me you're in the opposing army and there's a hundred thousand german niggas running at you all of them high as fucking kites, high of crystal meth. <laughs> Just imagine that you're in the opposing army and these guys are high as kites on crystal meth, just running after you. And the thing is, obviously, it gives you a feeling of euphoria, yeah? So they are really happy, they're really psyched, and they're probably not really feeling shit. So you're shooting a nigga, bah! And he's just running, he's still running towards you, in, <laughs> screaming in German, die, die, die. Yeah? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was literally just picturing being on the on the French side, man. And these niggas are running at you, they're shooting at you, they are screaming. All of them high out their minds of crystal meth. I thought that was just the wildest shit in the world, and I found it so hilarious, man. So, like, even when they were invading France, yeah, the French were thinking, ah, these niggas are not going to figure, they're not going to figure us in, like, they're going to reach in, like, two weeks. Those guys reached there in three days. They were not sleeping. And they were all high on crystal meth, banner. they were not sleeping at all. And here's the finisher. Here is the freaking finisher. This same drug, per pervitin, that was given to the German soldiers, uh, to help them combat fatigue and, you know, raise morale. This same drug was tested on you'll never guess who. Before before it was given to soldiers who are going to fight a war. Let me just get that clear. Before this thing was given to soldiers to go fight a war, it was tested on college students. It was tested. It was tested on college students, Bana. <laughs> like before they sent niggas off to war, they were like, you know what? We don't know if this drug is gonna help, uh, but we wanna find out. So let's do this, guys. Let's give these niggas in college, cause them niggas are going through some shit way worse than this world war here. So we need to know if they can survive, if they can use it <laughs> to the best of, uh, and, and get the best out of whatever they're doing, then our soldiers, it's going to help them win the war. Just, just pause and wrap your head around that fact. <laughs> but before they gave <laughs> soldiers this thing, they gave it to college students. And I just want to say, to all my fellow college students out there, we are fucking warriors, man. We 
are the first, we were literally the first line of defense before the actual war happened. We are the warriors. We are the ones who are literally, <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that was really the funniest shit for me. Honestly, there's a lot of funny shit about Hitler's life, man. <laughs> there's a lot of, okay. <laughs> Guys, I told you I'm not okay in the head. So there's a, there's some things that I find funny that maybe you would probably listening to this and wondering what the fuck is wrong with this guy? What drugs is he on? There's, there's no drugs I'm on. I'm actually quite high of life. I'm quite happy right now. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with today's episode. <laughs> These niggas were giving crystal meth, bro. They were giving crystal freaking freaking breaking bad shit. Anyway, I've not watched Breaking Bad, but I'm guessing that that's what they were making. <laughs> anyway, man, I'm Imran Jomo. Um, this has been episode two of Imi's Mini Pods. I love this so much because I'm not putting any stress on myself. Uh, in terms of like upload schedule for this particular series, I might do another one tomorrow. Like, who gives a shit? I just love, I just love um, sharing the intricacies of everything that goes on in my mind. Um, so yeah, man, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much, and I will see you. Okay, I will not see you, but you will hear me on the next episode of Amy's Mini Pods. Good night, deuces. How do you say bye in German? Fuck, let me think. Let me remember. Okay, I've remembered. Okay, I've not remembered. I had to Google it. But choose, choose, choose is bye in German. I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Mama Google, tell me what one. Choose. Choose, choose. Quaheri, deuces. Okay, I'm done. Peace out. <laughs>